It's Friday, March 12th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today, we talk the culture of hard boozing, a German tourist mistakes Bangor, Maine for San Francisco, and we talk WandaVision. Plus, The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And it all starts now. Now, why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walken. This is Eddie Delicepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... Ah, Fuck some <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the yeah, meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. project i was like half asleep on the couch and now i'm projecting hey everyone this is christian potenza this is gay trevor wilson this is john paul aka the island hipster hashtag hipster business this is steph tola hey this is jake goldsby this is sky wallace hey everybody this is erica sigurdsson aka ricky six okay hello hi this is howard wagman hey this is peter anthony the pa system this is matt o'brien some people like that's my rap name this is jen grant and you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People I need to lose, sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour, it's a show. It's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, live on a Friday. It's Friday, everybody. Hold on, I'm all out of source here. Yes, yes. Good morning. Friday, March 12th. Broadcasting to you from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. All right, hold on here. I'm a little bit behind. Two, three, four, come on. How are you, Jenny? Doing great. How are you? Good. You got up early this morning. Yeah. Four o'clock start. So crazy. That is cray cray. Yeah. I had one of those mornings where, and I haven't felt this way since, I don't know, since I've had a job or since I was in school where you open your eyes and you go, if only I can get home, I'm going straight to bed. 
You know that feeling? Yes. I sure do. I woke up thinking as soon as the show's over, I'm going to bed. And do you think you will? No, not now. Not anymore. Took an ice shower. Yeah, once you get moving. Well, that's that's the thing. I got up. I woke up. I had a solid sleep. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. Building, 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 building. <laughs> Sigida. Oh, what was that? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> the, the game is to try to talk until the last possible second. And you're like, okay, here we go. Building up. Oh, it up. Well, I don't trick, know. The trick is to try to talk and... and um, Throw, squeeze in a cigada. Well, this is the weirdest thing we've ever. What? Part of the show, the cigada. I don't know. It's oh, just yeah, weird. It's weird. The more you talk sure. about it and dissect it. Yeah, who cares? You Why know, can't I hear? I can't hear myself or something. I feel like I feel like I have water in my yeah. ears or something. Oh, because your hair is over your headphones. No. That's yeah, not yeah. Tr- trust me. Try it. Take the hair out. How's that on both sides? You did something. No, I didn't. I didn't. I did not touch the board at all. I didn't. I did not. So, by the way, Jen is on the comments today. Fridays we tend to uh, read them more on the air. Sometimes we just plow through. We appreciate your comments, nonetheless. Always. Yeah. I'm just uh, last second sharing here. I, I was kind of caught off guard. Um, so, if you're with us live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter Live, and Daily Motion. <laughs> Thank you. Daily Motion always gets a laugh from the audience. Because who watches us on Daily Motion? Um, approximately zero people. On Twitch, too, really. I don't know why we're all over the place, but... Yeah. The the goal is to eventually just have... I don't know what the goal is anymore. We just want to be everywhere so that people can catch us on their preferred apps and, of course, available on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I uh, one thing I am noticing, so I'm doing the 75 hard challenge. I know, I know, I've talked about it before, but just to recap, if we have new listeners, it's um, a 75 day challenge. And when I started it, 75 days, I'm like, oh, that's, that's nothing. 75 days, you know, you throw around times like you know 90 days, uh, that's three months, whatever. But it's a long time to do to commit to something every day. That's true. And mine's going to be an 81-day challenge because on day four, I missed I missed the boat a bit, so I had to uh, start over. That's okay. So, but what I'm noticing is it's a really a lazy cleanse, a laziness cleanse, cleansing the laziness from my life because I was really lazy. I mean, really. And um, this just gets me to uh, do stuff, the get up and go. So what it is is uh, you do two workouts a day. One has to be outside, two 45-minute workouts. And this is more a discipline thing than anything else. And um, like the, the one outside is usually just a walk. I take the dog for a walk, for example. And uh, you follow a meal plan. It can be anything you want. And you can... Uh, no alcohol... Uh, what else is it? Reading 10 pages of a book. Audiobooks don't count. And uh, that's it, right? Uh, reading. Reading. Reading, workouts, yeah, yeah. following meal plan. 
no alcohol. Anyway, and if yeah. so, if you miss a day, you start over. But it's really just working out that muscle of get up and go. Just like do it. Go. Who cares? Just get it over with. And uh, I I like to stack it earlier in the in the day, so I'm done. But anyway, so that's what I'm noticing. I'm I'm uh, the discipline part. Whereas before, I'd just be like, ah, I'll just skip a day or I'll do it tomorrow. And then one day turns into a year and a half <laughs> in no time. Yeah. And the, the idea of starting over is too daunting. Oh, yeah. Now I can't. Like even starting day four over, like when I did day four and started over, I was like, oof. And I think one thing that you realize, and I haven't done this, I haven't done the uh, hard 75, but one thing I would imagine when I've done similar things is that like, for instance, last night you hadn't done your workout yet. So then you had to do it late at night and that's happened a few times. Yeah. You realize that, you know, that saying, um, I don't know the exact saying, but, uh, almost a hundred percent of change or doing something in your life is showing up. That's right, Jenny. So even if you did your, your workout late and it wasn't like a perfect workout. Like for instance, if my optimal time to work out is the morning, yeah, then I want to, I want to work out in the morning because that's when I have my most energy. I'm going to have the best workouts, but you, you know, just cause you don't have the best workouts doesn't mean you shouldn't show up. Like, that's right. like you're, you might not have had like a great workout last night. I'm not saying you didn't, but it was a like, little lackluster. I'll admit. Yeah. And, but that's okay. Cause you did something. You showed up. Um, it's kind of like that. And I don't know why I keep on bringing up this, this, uh, saying that I heard Wendy Liebman saying, but I really like it. It's like when it comes to stand up comedy, but you can apply it to life is, um, most, um, okay. So sometimes you kill, sometimes you bomb, but most of the time you're fine. And I think that's true about many things in life, but we're always chasing perfection. We're always chasing yes. uh, knocking it out of the park. And, and really, that's not life. And so if you do two workouts a day, one is outside. So say you go for a 45-minute walk every day. Amazing. And then you do a 45-minute workout, even if it's not like, uh, you know, um, high intensity, da 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 the whole time. Da-da-da-da-da. That's okay, right? Sandstorm by Rude. No idea what any of those words Human karaoke, all requests nooner. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's exactly. I was talking to a What's that? What were you going to say? Nothing. I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday. The culture of drinking is so weird to me now, especially when you quit. Right. I was talking to a buddy yesterday and he was talking about the wedding. He goes, well, you're obviously going to drink at the wedding. And I go, he goes, no, he worded it like this. And it's it's crazy to me. He goes, um, you're obviously drinking at the wedding or I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of joking, but kind of not, which, yeah. which it's like, to me, that's so crazy. If someone has a problem with it and and they quit and they're like well you have to drink it you like you have to there's these markers like it's christmas you have to drink at christmas like you have to these these um things in society that we have to uh 
drink for birthdays right. holidays weddings to him it was like insane that i was um not gonna drink at my at the wedding he's yeah. like what about the bachelor party i'm like i'm no i'm not i quit drinking and it's people can't wrap their heads <laughs> around that it's like if you're not underneath a bridge uh you know crapping your your pants and begging for for money like people crapping don't your pants don't uh think you have a, a problem with it like just drink he's like well yeah at least have a glass of wine i'm like i go i just said sure yeah uh, all right <laughs> but it's like d- a glass of wine so now you're you're negotiating so like a glass of wine is okay for me to have you'll come to the wedding i, I know he was he, like he's joking you he wouldn't miss the med- wedding even if i'm not drinking yeah, but it's just this weird culture that we have around drinking that you have to, and it's really to make other people feel okay about it. Like he, he's not saying that for me, for my well-being. It's because he wants to, you know, party and be loose and me to have fun, not noticing or realizing that that I can. It's more fun for me not to drink. Yeah, and I'm I think clear-headed. that's hard I feel good. for people to actually believe you. They think I'm depriving myself. Right. But it's, I chose to quit because it was getting out of hand because, uh, you know, we're in an industry, show business that it's everywhere and, and mm-hmm. it's easy to drink all day, every day, all the time. We keep weird hours other than this podcast. It gets us out of bed in the morning. We're usually out at night and in bars and clubs and theaters. and Yeah. Green rooms full of booze. It's just there. Yeah. And it's so easy. Just becomes normal. I know. <laughs> it just becomes yeah. like a... This yeah. is normal. <laughs> Shout out to Andrew Johnston. Was that the bit? This is normal. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy it, it was, for that yeah. song. Yeah. Anyway, I just it's just you. crazy to me. Like... And again, because I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I didn't lose uh, the house to booze. It's like, you don't have a problem. People aren't, it's like, you're not around me all the time. You don't know. Yeah. And also like, it's kind of awkward. Don't, why are you pushing the subject? Like, you know, oh, like here's a story that's crazy, which is not, not anywhere near you. Are we changing the subject? Because I want to finish. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, go, go. And I'll remember. No, go, go ahead, go. Oh, uh, uh. there's this, there's this guy that I know who was secretly like people secretly drink too, eh? right? And you don't even realize <laughs> it. And they, there's this, there's this guy that I know who had such a difficult time with alcohol that he actually ruined his liver and no one even knew. Yeah, he would drink at night, right? Yeah, like that's very sad and and a real. Like a real thing that you wouldn't even know. Did he die? His own family. No. Did he get a transplant? Yeah. Crazy. And he was like young. Yeah. it's uh, people. And it happened quick. And people's uh, dispositions are different. Like some people could drink 20 beer every day for their entire life. Lives. Life. Yeah. And never have an issue with it. Yeah. Or health issues. Other people, it'll catch up to them sooner. It's it's just the way everybody's made. Absolutely. And um, another buddy of mine could not believe I wasn't going to drink at the bachelor party. He's like, well, we're going to have a tequila shot all together. Like, of course, right? I'm like, no. Like, no. Yeah. 
And uh, another friend was like, well, no, he's going to drink. He's like, he can't, he couldn't. And I could picture them talking. I don't know this for a fact, but I could totally see it because we do it, do it all the time. The guys would, like, there's no way he's not going to drink at his bachelor party. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, and, but it's like, mm-hmm. why not? Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And, and, the, and the guys that say that are my best friends in the world. And, you know, because we don't, we, I live, I don't live in New Brunswick uh, where those guys live. We would truly hang out if you think about it. Three to four days, nights, a week, a year. Whereas, like, it's like, so how could you determine whether I have a problem or not if, if you see me literally three or four times, literally three or four nights a year mm-hmm. where we have drinks every time? Like, you don't know the rest of my life. Maybe, like, because they go to their regular lives, they don't have issues. Mm-hmm. They don't think, they just think, oh, well, come on, drink. It's so crazy to me, especially the longer you're sober, how it's the, the weird trying to convince um <laughs> what you're like this looking at me i think is that yeah. comments yeah oh wow oh we got comments this morning yeah i actually have my thing open too uh i can see them look at this are you just on youtube or um right now i am yeah because i tried to log into friggin restream and it wouldn't let me Oh, gee. what's going on with that thing? You got the, you have the password on your phone, right? I, I know, and then I try to use it. It doesn't work. Who's Shelly? I'm not seeing a Shelly. Just seeing Mark T. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, you don't see? No. Yeah. But, but see, that's uh, weird. I wonder why. Yeah, uh, Shelly was just saying like that she doesn't drink, but she likes her weed. Yeah, I don't. I had to quit weed, too, because... Weed is is far better on the body, right? Like you you won't need a liver transplant if you smoke pot every day. You might jam up your lungs a little bit. Um, But uh, like if you're gonna be addicted to either, it's probably better to be addicted to weed. Way better. Yeah. Way way better. But it's still not. uh, It's still not totally free of ruining lives like it can totally ruin lives as well mm-hmm. like i know family like for sure families that have almost broken apart because of pot yeah you know where the husband uh, is always high and then the the wife is you know taking care of the kids and it's like that that too can ruin lives i mean in moderation of course everything is fine I, and and weed is it, you know, I've said before, is my favorite thing. I just can't do it. Yeah, it's a it's an ambition killer for me. It makes me lazy. It makes me think I'm always in trouble. And uh, I I have an addictive personality. If I have it at home, it gets me out of bed in the morning. I'm like ooh, and then I just don't do anything. It's it's like when I would smoke, I would think, okay, I'm gonna, I wake up, I would think I have this to do, these phone calls to make, this to do list, these emails to send. What I'll do is I'll smoke a little bit and it'll make those things fun because you romanticize it. You go, ooh, it'll be fun. Then you smoke. You go, I can't call this this person. I can't send that email. I'll do it tomorrow. And then the next day, you do the same thing. And a day turns into a week, turns into a month and a year really fast. Yeah. Like I've I've wasted so much time. Yeah. 
putting things off, procrastinating, and you can never really achieve your full potential if you're smoking weed all the time. Now, having said that, certain people do have, again, different um, dispositions and constitutions where they can handle it. Some people that motivates them to do stuff. For me, would motivate me to do useless things. I've joked about it on stage where I'll, uh, I would smoke, put off everything important I have to do and reorganize my iTunes folder for three hours. Yeah. Like stuff that brings no value to my life. But I had to stop that too. Just And, and since I have, literally every aspect in my life is better. Everything. Money, our relationship, my friendships, everything. So how could that be? Uh, Do you ever get tempted? Like no, not anymore. No, not this time. This time is different. It's been about a hundred and four days. Is that the longest? No, no, I, I've had, gone, no, no, I'd gone not, uh, yeah. a year and a half before. No, but it feels different. Dif- well, all, I, I also this time feels different because I, 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 before I always wanted to quit, but I would never have the guts to say it. People would say you're not drinking. I would say I'm on a cleanse or I'm on a break right now or passing a joint they'd be like here man no i'm off it right now i'm just taking a break mm. but now i identify and you told me this i identify as a quitter like i as a non-smoker a non-drinker and that's it no matter what's happening in my life am i going to go well this if i'm at my bachelor party or the wedding or at a comedy festival like we were just at or at the club or during the holidays forget it mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not doing it and people will try to convince you to do it for that for their sake because they mm-hmm. want. But what I'm also trying to say is that go ahead, drink and smoke. Like when I want when when I'm with people, I want them to do shots mm-hmm. and get fucked up. Go for it. Mm-hmm. I, I I'll I'll be right there shutting down the bar with you and have fun. But people put this idea that you can't possibly be having fun. Therefore, they they probably shouldn't have fun. Right. The first time I'd quit for like you know fourteen or fifteen months. We were living in Toronto and, and one of my best friends came to visit and we went out and he was drinking. I'm like, have at her, like get blackout. The, please do like. Yeah. And he kept apologizing. He's like, oof, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bombed. I'm bombed. I'm so sorry. I'm like, shut up. Don't say you're sorry. I want you to be. This is my choice. This is my and I'm happy to do it. No one's forcing me to do it. It's not for, for medical reasons. It's because I had dependency issues and. I have an addictive personality and I will never achieve my full potential doing it. And for me, a boring and, and sober life is richer than uh, being messed up all the time. So, But they can't understand that, so they go, sorry. And then the, that's that's why they say like you, you lose friends. Often it's not even because you want to cut them out. It's just they you kind of gravitate away from each other because they don't want to be around. Like it makes them feel bad if you're sober. Well, remember I used to do that joke about hanging out with your sober friend? Yeah. Well, Decaf, coffee, baked chips, no, tofu, hot dog? No, it was no. like for a blip there. Oh, because you remember everything. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's... That's one of the reasons people don't like hanging out with sober people when they're drinking because you you say secrets you're not supposed to say and you repeat your stories. Do you ever notice drunk people repeat their stories? Yeah. Yeah, but there's no judgment on my part at all. Well, I'm you're. Like, have at it. I actually, truly, one thousand percent know that about you. You're not a judgmental kind of person. In fact, sometimes I want you to be, because <laughs> like I'm gossip, not gossiping, but like I want to be like, hey, what do you think? And then yeah. you're just like, you're always such a Libra. You're like, well, you know. Last. Uh, you're like so nice. Last summer we went to uh, Derek Sagan's 
and uh, he was he was like, you know what, you actually are a good sober person. I just crushed crushed non-alcoholic Heinekens and stayed up with everyone as late as everyone. But um, and then you're not hung over the next day. Yeah, and it is. Remember? W- yeah. Oh my god. Totally. And w- one time. I was with uh, two of my buddies. We had a, a, a grown man sleepover like two years ago. I was sober then too. I've, I've been always, I've been quitting for years on and off, on and off. But again, this time feels different. On the wagon, off the wagon. It's it's kind of a running joke in my life. People are like, what are you quitting now? It's always something. Uh, I was telling one of my other buddies just the other day about, uh, he's like, goes, you should go order a poutine. Because we live in Wakefield, which has the best, you know, in Quebec, you can. I go, no, I'm, uh, I'm off uh, fried foods because for the just for this, <laughs> just for this, just for the seventy-five hard. Like I'll be yeah. having poutine again, like in no time. But just for the seventy-five hard, my meal plan is no sugar, no fried foods, and no dairy except uh, butter. But uh, I go, no, I'm, I'm uh, not doing fried foods anymore. He goes, he goes, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and it was funny, but. Um, that same friend we had a grown up grown man sleepover like two years ago and we had so many laughs we were just three of us and uh, like the funniest things that have ever happened in my life happened on that night and I was sober went to bed at 4am and the next day I remembered but they were glad I remembered because they didn't forget they, they forgot everything and so I we woke up we were in the kitchen having coffee and I was just recounting Re-visited. the night. Yeah, and we were on the floor, literally on the floor, crying, laughing at the, the various lines that came from the night and, and the moments. So sometimes remembering is not all about embarrassing your dark secrets. Sometimes it's just funny stuff that happened. So you can be people's memories. Yeah, but anyway, so all that to say, if someone is in your life and they... Um, are quitting or, or they're in recovery or they're even just on a cleanse, just support them. It's so obnoxious to be like, wow, come on. It's true. And also know that that's more of a, refl- a reflection on you and you be okay with them being sober and you drinking around them. I can't stress this enough. Like my buddies that are, are, are that I'm around that are like, you know, the, uh, is it okay if I drink? Yes, get hammered. Shotgun a beer, do a shot, uh, do it all. I'm not tempted at all. It's not like, it's not like I'm in the corner sweating and you know, chewing my nails. I, I get hammered, smoke weed, pass joints around me. I don't care. Like, Have you I, ever heard of Jim Gaffigan's joke about, like, if you don't like mayo, no one keeps on pushing the topic with you. But if you don't want to drink, because some people don't even like it. Right. But then people have a hard time accepting that too. Mayo or not drinking? Not drinking. Yeah. But like if you don't like mayo and you don't want it on your sandwich, no one's like, why don't you eat mayo? Right. Why not? Eat some mayo with me or something. I forget what his joke is, but it's actually really... It is funny. It's a, you know, I think you should write some material about it. Yeah. I just want people to be okay with me being sober and they can get messed up. Like go, go have at her i'll order shots i'll buy around even you know i don't care it's not attempting i'm not like a bead of sweat coming down my temple as i'm eyeballing you chugging a beer it doesn't bother me that way 
Mm-hmm. I'd rather it just not be addressed at all and it just becomes a normal thing. And it will. That's that's the thing with the... That's the hard part of quitting is once your social circle, your close friends and stuff accept that it's just normal that you don't drink anymore, then it's easy. It's like it's not even a thing. People don't even think about it. But that education process, that learning curve is huge. Yeah. And it takes a long time. Anyway. Yeah. I remember talking to this guy who went to AA and was... uh, a recovering alcoholic. And he had said to me, like, some people just don't have that in them. Like, but then I've also heard that you can develop an addiction too. Like I read, um, absolutely. I never had a problem with drinking ever until my mid thirties. Mm-hmm. Like really? Michael J. F- was it Michael J. Fox? Yeah. So he, he's a recovering alcoholic. And he talked about how his wife, Tracy Poland or Pola, Pola, Poland, I think, she was uh, co-starred with him on The Family Ties, that show. And when he started drinking, she said, careful, because that can get out of hand. You really got to keep it, you know, in check. Yeah. And, and he did. He, he ended up, get it was out of control. And he yeah. had to quit forever. I think it can develop for a long time mm-hmm. or, or any time. Yeah. And again, everybody's body's different and and but I, I never ever had an issue with I mean, of course in your early 20s you binge and stuff, you go out. And uh but for me it was when I would smoke pot hmm. any time of day, day or night. And then when I quit that for the first time in my early mid 30s, I was like, well, a buzz is a buzz. So I just replaced it with, with like a beer, Do like you th- crushing a beer in the morning or something. So then I'm like, and then and I remember when we had Lemon Press Studios in Toronto, the fridge was always full of Tecate tall cans. Mm-hmm. And I remember be, working there during the day and being like, oh, I could just have one. I'm Nobody's going to stop me. Who who cares? Just have one. You have one, you're all loose. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it just develops. Anyway. What were you going to say? Well, or one not thing sure. is um, a lot of people say that you can't be physically addicted to marijuana. Do you think that's true? Well, it's it's a psychological addiction. But, but you, you do have physical... When you're a heavy user, you do have physical withdrawal symptoms when you stop. Absolutely. Nausea, cold sweats, night sweats. Mm-hmm. Loss of appetite. And then you have uh, psychological withdrawal too. Uh, anxiety, depression. It lasts yeah. about two, three weeks when, when you are a heavy regular user. But no, I don't think you have physical... Well, isn't that physical? I don't know. What's, what's the definition of physical addiction? It is... Well, the like, notion that it's not addictive... Because for years, it was like, it's not addictive. Marijuana is not addictive. And that is complete rubbish as they would say well if if you go through withdrawal from alcohol you actually have the shakes and stuff like that and they they uh they give you a little bit of alcohol every day right to wean you off right well nausea uh insomnia that would be the loss of appetite those would be physical symptoms true i don't know 
It's it's for sure addictive. They say like two percent of people or something. I I don't remember the stat. Will be addicted for sure when they smoke, if mm-hmm. they smoke it. It's not a lot, and it's not as addictive as any other thing. And it's maybe easier to quit than than other things. But it's definitely without question as somebody that's addicted to it, a hundred percent addictive. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what am I an idiot because I'm addicted to it? Like, am I the only person? No, it's it's. One thousand person, and you read up on the internet all these, uh, you know, you try to quit. There's a lot of people that, yeah, that uh, are addicted to it. It's but again between the two, it's it's the lesser of two evils, and it's I'm still an advocate for it. Smoke it if if I'm jealous of people that can do it just at night or on weekends, even if you're doing it every day. But at night, have at her. Who cares? It's fine. But when you start doing it during the day and it's affecting your every aspect of your life, that's when it becomes a problem. Oh, was, that's what I was going to say. It was something that was lingering. Do you think there's a connection between your perfectionist perfectionistism and perfectionistism? Yeah, I don't know if it's a word, but whatever. Um, and your extremism, because you are an extremism. It's, you you are one that when you like something, you go extreme. And when you do something, you do it perfect. Do you think that that is the same? What you're saying is I'm extremely perfect. <laughs> and I'm perfectly extreme. I don't know if it's the same thing. They're both issues. But uh, I don't know. Did you remember your dreams when you smoked pot? No. Interesting. Is that a common thing? Yeah. It suppresses your REM cycle, suppresses your appetite. When you don't smoke often and you smoke it, you have munchies, you eat. But when you're a heavy user, you could be starving. You smoke a joint and you're, you don't need to eat. Hmm. <clears throat> so anyway, not to bring the room down. No, Again, I, I think it's interesting. It's an interesting topic that affects a lot of people. And if people can do it, have at her. This I'm to one thousand percent just speaking for for on my behalf. But I do know there's other people out there that that um, feel that way. I don't. I'm not seeing Shelly's comments. I'm only seeing your replies. What's uh, what's uh, Shelly saying? She's she had the dream question. Um. Right, Mark T says you can only psychologically be addicted to wheat, but you have physical withdrawal symptoms. I know I've experienced well, them firsthand. That's why I asked you earlier. I just yeah. Like I said, the nausea, nausea, uh, uh, insomnia, and um, loss of appetite. Those are physical symptoms. I mean, you feel gross. But anyway. Yeah. Um. I think that's an old school. I think that's an older thing. You can only be psychologically addicted to weed. Well, or what does he mean by that? Because physical, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know either. But regardless, it's it's no less of an addiction. That's that's the that's my point. Whether it's psychologically addictive or physically addictive, it's addictive is the operative operative word there. But uh, I mean, sure, it's. Maybe easier to quit. Even that, it's really hard to quit pot when you're a heavy user. Mm. Being depressed and anxious for three weeks is no f- walk in the park. It's it's 
It's really, it sucks. It says here that marijuana use can lead to the development of problem use, it, uh, known as a a marijuana use use disorder, which takes the form of addiction in severe cases. There you go. Right. So I was a severe case. Itic says uh, headaches, absolutely big headaches, and then you get out of it after two, three weeks. And that makes you, it's it's maybe such a low-level addiction that this, just remembering that will keep you from wanting to do it again. Whereas maybe alcohol, it's stronger than you and you just like need it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, headaches is one for sure. Anyway, so I just like woke up in the middle of the night thinking that of my, my buddy being like, well, you, you're going to drink at the wedding or I'm not coming. It's like, so, and again, he's joking and he's for sure going to be there. He's one of my best friends. He's in the wedding party. But it's just like that idea. More people would think like him and back him up than think like me. Like, no, I'm not going to drink at the wedding or, or, uh, but again, because I'm not, you know, on a cardboard box outside the grocery store. Right. People don't see it as a problem. I have another they, they theory. Just, they just drink. Go, yeah. I have another theory, and this might not be a popular theory. That's okay. But what if on some level, it's kind of like what I say about uh, the people who react the most, maybe on some level deep down inside know that they should probably quit too. People aren't going to like that theory, but I'm just saying the ones that react the most. I'm not saying that everybody is like that. I'm just saying, you know, when like, like I've had little bouts where I'll do plant-based diets, uh, or I'll talk about veganism and the idea of having exclusively a plant-based diet, the people who seem to get the most upset, it's like, why are you that upset? It's something that I'm choosing for myself, Yeah, but is it because they there's a reason that people get so upset it's kind of like when you tease someone about something if you don't react it probably doesn't really affect you but but obviously if you react really hardcore that means that it bothers you on some level like there's something going on it's a hot topic you know what i mean so like it's kind of like when someone's so anti anti gay yeah exactly like the legislators and stuff that push yeah. You know, anti-gay laws and then you find out on weekends that are on back pages hiring a dri- exactly. quote driver to drive them around for the weekend. Yeah. It's like the American driver beauty. just so happens to be Cuban and built like a brick house and <laughs> Cuban. <laughs> Cuban. But also it's like um uh what was it? Did I what did I just say? Vegans? No, 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 no. Just just just. Cuban? Oh, American Beauty. Oh. Cuban, jeez. You did just say Cubans. I did, but (laughs) you said just, just, just. I go Cubans. I get in trouble for saying what you just, just, just said. American Beauty. That that movie is so good because remember the guy was so homophobic, and then he ended up being gay. Yeah, it's like Bill Cosby is like all like, oh, you know, um, African American youth should pull up their pants and stop swearing meanwhile he's drugging that's a drubbing, very extreme drugging case, and raping 60 women he's like pull your pants up it's yeah like, well maybe keep your pants up but it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly but like stop stop being so upset about those things and focus on yourself yeah and i and also you know what what is it jenny 
Like, Frig, what if you really did have a problem and he was trying... I know, and I know he's a nice person and I know... I'm, I don't even know for sure which What do you mean, what friend. if... See, even you're, you're not seeing... it. I did, I do. No, 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 I know. But he doesn't know anything. I'm just saying not you, just in oh. general, like you, the operative you. Like, what if one of your friends is trying to quit drinking or is quitting drinking and then you're like come on you still want to and they're like meanwhile you don't know they've been all up all night and having issues booze in it yeah yeah just saying yep well it's friday ladies and gentlemen let's uh switch gears a little bit here mm-hmm. it's already 8 40 snap attack oh yeah is it 8 40 we did a two hour yeah. you know why because my laptop is um how do you change that my laptop has the wrong time on it (laughs) really yes how um you just go you just click on the time and like you change it thank you (laughs) you really don't know how to change the time for your patience with me well changing the time on the what are you next question is how do i turn this thing on oh my god (laughs) no you just click on the clock rude okay that wasn't that rude. Mm-hmm. Um, thin, thin skin Fridays. Welcome to... <laughs> oh, my God. Sensi. Okay, change the topic. Thin, thin Fridays. And join us tomorrow for Sensi Saturdays. Stop that. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. No, you just click on the, the time there in the top right corner. and Don't worry about it. I got it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Thanks, though. You're amazing. <laughs> um... I read a story. I don't know why this is trending again. Because this story happened in 1977. A guy by the name of uh, Erwin Krauss. A German tourist. I don't know why the hell this this came up on my Twitter. But I thought it would be a fun story to talk about. Maybe it's the anniversary of it. In 1977. It might not. It might flop too as a topic. Um, this German tourist always wanted to go to San Francisco. And um, so got on a flight from Berlin to San Francisco with a connection in in Bangor, Maine. And when he got to Bangor, Maine, the flight attendant on the plane, uh, she was getting off. And so she told him he could barely speak English. He really couldn't speak English. Um, and as he was uh, sitting there, they're refueling or whatever. She goes, have a nice time in San Francisco, and she gets off. And so he thought he was in San Francisco, got off the plane. This is a sign of a different times. It would never happen now with phones. Got off the plane and went on to tour Bangor, Maine for the next three days thinking he was in San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So he gets off the plane. He's one of the only ones that, that does. How is that even possible? And, well, it's 1977, and he doesn't speak English or read English, so all the signs, it's just, you know, gibberish to him. And so he goes to, like, the Bangor uh, Hotel, gets a room, and he walks around, and I guess Bangor is a little hilly, so he's thinking it's San Francisco, and then he started to think maybe he's in a suburb of San Francisco, so he tries to hail a cab, and he tell, the cab pulls over, and he says, uh, bring me downtown San Francisco, and it's broken English, and so the cab just speeds off, thinking he's crazy. And um, 
And I miss I'm missing Shelly's comments. I don't know what what did you say. I I want to be in on it because <laughs> I just I'm talking and I just see you typing and just see true Shelly. Um, weed is the suppressor of everything. Everything is just meh, no emotion, like happy and sad while still having compassion. True Shelly. Anyway, so um, so he walks around Bangor, tries to hail a cab. The cab drives off, thinking the guy's crazy. And then he uh, was trying to ask a waitress, how does he get to downtown San Francisco? And so she got um, someone she knew who spoke German and uh, broke the news that he was on the wrong coast, wrong town. And, um, but he became like a celebrity, like a, a, he had like his 15 minutes of fame. Uh, He became a big celebrity all over the, the press, uh, they gave him a, lo- a lot of land in northern Maine, not far from Bangor, to call his own an acre of bushland. And um, but then the uh, San Francisco Tribune, the the newspaper there, paid for him to go to San Francisco. He showed up there to a huge welcome. So it ended up being this big trip where where uh, he was like a pseudo celebrity for a little bit. While he was in San Francisco, he was actually missing Maine because he was, you know, hailed like as a king there. He met the governor of Maine and he was all over the media. So then he went back uh, to Germany. A year later, he came back to Maine, was greeted again like a celebrity. Uh, he was, uh, he opened the mall like he was like at the grand opening of like cut the ribbon for a mall opening. And... Um, then he decided he he wanted to uh he wanted to move to Maine to Bangor Maine so he went to Germany got his things in order came back a third time uh, no one greeted him at this point no one cared anymore oh my gosh <laughs> and uh, he tried to get a job they offered offered him a job as a janitor at that mall he had <laughs> cut the ribbon to open and he was like uh I'll just go back to Germany so he went back to Germany and uh, still, though, to this day, he still pays the tax on that land. He still owns that wow. plot of land. That's a crazy story. Yeah. It's your Friday crazy story, That's everybody. That's really, really weird. How did I not hear about that? You know, it was in 1977. Mm-hmm. You're half with me, I could feel. What do you mean? I don't know. Because you're really like typing the whole time. I'm selling the story. And then you're like, I feel like you're like saying what you should say. Like, oh, crazy. Wow. How did I not hear about that? That's something I'm supposed to say. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you're kind of listening, but you're kind of not. <laughs> like you're partly just. I am listening. You're saying the very minimal I want you to say more about it. What do you that's, think? That's everything. I, I just went through the whole thing. Yeah, but what, I thought it, it would what are, take your, up what are t- your feelings on it? I just thought it was a crazy story. It is a very crazy story. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That was it. I just thought we'd, we'd switch gears a little to something more fun, but it was just like a monolo- monologue that finished with... What's his name? Well, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... What's his name? Let's switch gears, have a fun discussion. Erwin Kraus... Guten Morgen, Erwin Krauss. If you're watching in Berlin. Well, because we do have quite a following in Germany. Well, we did. I'm just kidding. We did last summer. Have you looked at the... Yeah. We still get a lot of downloads in India. 
Nice. Because I've submitted uh, the podcast several months ago to these two big uh, uh, distribution channels in India, and they're just consuming all like American podcasts and stuff. And we get like our most downloads are Canada, the US, then India, and then a bunch in other countries. There's like 36 countries in total, but uh, yeah. There's one more thing I wanted to talk about. I love uh, how Nuggy is like facing the back. If you're watching, if you're just listening to the show, picture a cat looking away the from the camera. <laughs> Good morning. He doesn't want to be recognized. How how do you, public, how, how could you say, have more to say about the cat facing away the camera than a German tourist thinking Bangor, Maine was San Francisco? I said Wandavision. Oh, we finally watched Wandavision. Uh, Laura will will know. She's a big fan. What a great show! Isn't that fantastic? So good. I'm gonna watch it again. It's one of those shows you can easily watch again because every episode is like a movie. It's like a it's like a um, forty minute movie with thirteen minutes of credits. I don't know why the hell they do that long credit sequence at the end because it's annoying on that streaming service. It's on Disney Plus because usually you wait to, at the end and it'll say like next episode starting in you know nine eight seven. This when you have to fast forward the eleven minutes of credits, and then uh, then it'll be like play the next episode. But anyway, we finished Wandavision. It's nine episodes. It's a one and done series. There won't be a season two, but she'll appear. I mean, I don't know the the Marvel multiverse. So when good. we started watching, I didn't even realize it was a Marvel thing. I just again seen the uh, trailer of the first episode of like the. The 1950s sitcom. They pay homage to six eras of American sit- sitcoms. It's really great. I loved it. It's such a creative show and it gets better. It starts off, you don't know what the hell's going on. It gets so much better by it, the end. It moves a little slow. You don't know what the hell could possibly be happening. And then, uh, yeah. It's just a fantastic... I'm going to watch because there's all these Easter eggs and stuff you can see. Um. Oh no, D- uh, Laura asks, "Did you watch through to the end of the credits?" No. Is there something? Is there something uh, next up? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, I saw that. Is there something at the end of the credits? I I don't have that kind of patience. As soon as I see credits, I'm like done. I'm not like, let me sift through this 13 minutes and see if I can catch something. But uh, watch it even if you're not a Marvel fan or what, because again, we couldn't be less uh, Marvel-y, like less superhero movie Marvel-y. people. <laughs> we don't we don't follow, like I don't know any anything. I've seen, uh, what is it? Not Rocket Man, what is it? Uh, Iron Man? Iron Man, Rocket Man. See? I watched, I don't know, one or two of the the. I was gonna say it again, Rocket Man uh, of the Iron Man. It's great. Robert Downey Jr. is great. Yeah, but, he's great. Uh, okay, I guess we're being told here to go check out the end credits. Well, you know, I'm I'm wondering if there's extra scenes or something because I would notice that in the recaps, like last week on Wandavision, and it would show or previously on WandaVision, and it would show recaps. It would show scenes that I hadn't seen in previous episodes. I'm like, did they just shoot these crazy scenes just for the the recap? Just for a blip, for a a four-second thing? 
And I, because I would often think, oh, maybe we skipped an episode on accident, but we didn't. On accident. It was, uh, so maybe it said the credits. I'll have to check. On accident. That's cute. Right, Laura says we're nerds now. By the way, every time someone had gotten mad, had gotten, someone got mad at us saying, and Laura says, remember, <laughs> in the, uh, we got a one star review on iTunes. <laughs> it's like, uh, stop saying, and Laura says, no, don't <laughs> listen to the show. We can do the show however the hell and we want. And that's why, if you're a fan of the show, please go and review the show and balance out some really good reviews. Well, they're all, literally all. Pretty much all five and four star no, reviews. No, I know, but one four star, and that—that's when we were on camera. Well, I was just on camera, and you were off in the in the living room. Mm-hmm. It's like, why is Jen hiding? And Jen stopped saying Laura says all the time. One star. I'm like, don't listen to the show. No one's forcing you. It's not like back in the day where there's three channels on TV, and it's uh, uh, Wednesday night at seven thirty, and you're trying to unwind, and you are mugs are on the screen there's three million podcasts listen to any other one but ours if you're going to be bothered by that we're we're one of the few that does it live we do five episodes a week which is insane and we have comments who cares if we say and this person says shut up and move on don't listen but then to take the time out i know and go on on, I, you on know Apple what? and rate it one star because the Laura says bothers this person. And when it's a username, you don't know who it is. But I don't know. I have a feeling it's somebody that we know. I know. Because if it's a username, they think, well, I can just say whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, right. And Laura says, ha, Laura haters are everywhere. That's not a Laura hater. That's an us hater, Laura, by the way. Lest you believe or think that... Uh, that's, That's true. So they're not. They're annoyed with us just going to the comments Mostly all the time. Me. Well, only because you're you you. I you know. I t- today's the first time I have the comments in front of me. Usually, I don't find it a, a little distracting. But anyway, go watch Wandavision. <laughs> Why if, are you looking at them then? I'm on comments. If you have, uh, I don't know. I just thought we'll make it interactive today, and I'll f- be uh, in on the party. Feel left out. Go watch Wandavision. Uh, Oh, it's so good. The um, Bangor, Maine is not San Francisco. And if you have friends that are quitting anything, support them and drink around them too. Because they want that. What were you going to say? The end? What? Nothing. Shelly just said you need a toke, pal. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. Did you just toke? Yep. <laughs> I was toking and drinking the whole song. Oh, shit. Oh, snap attack. Um, here's Daily Dose for Friday, Oof. March 12th. What? Nothing. Well, because I was dancing and I was distracted. You can't get mad. Don't get mad at me. So yesterday, March 11th, marked the one-year anniversary of the World Health Organization officially considering COVID-19 a pandemic. Did you know that? I do. It's crazy. But we didn't didn't lock down here until the 15th or 16th. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't even want to... I don't even want to... 
I, I I don't know. I'm not one to like think of anniversaries that way, and like I don't even I don't even know why I brought it up because I don't want to think about that. Like I don't want it to be going forward. Like even at Christmas time, right before Christmas, Costco had these masks to wear uh, that were festive, and they were on sale. And there was only like three more days or something or four more days until Christmas. And I was like, I'm not buying these because I am not wearing a mask next Christmas. Do you think we'll be having to wear masks at Christmas? Yes. Shit. Should have bought them. No, I don't want to because I just, I don't know. It just seems like a yearly thing and I don't want that. An annual thing. Okay, moving on. So this is, this is, uh, there's some cool stories in the news today. I love days like this. So a guy from Michigan was uh, recently exonerated from a murder charge and he spent that he spent five years in prison and now he's suing Hertz Renicar because Hertz Renicar back in the day did not provide a receipt that could have showed his alibi. Why didn't they provide a receipt? Because I guess... When they were asked for the receipt, they had to go back in their records and it took them a really long time and they could have done it sooner and he wouldn't have had to go to prison. But because well, yeah, it's not that hard to pull up a receipt. I know, I know. But so now he's suing Hertz Renicar because he was in jail for five years for a crime he never committed. Good. I know. Isn't that crazy? I would go. How do you not go insane? From that. Would you go to prison for five years if it meant you would get a $30 million settlement after? No. No chance. Oof. Well, excuse me. I'm about to marry you. Can you say <laughs> that you're not going to do that? Uh, $30 million, though, would be set. It's only five years. All you're thinking right now is it'd be so easy to do the hard 75 in prison. <laughs> yeah. But think about five years ago we were in Toronto. What if I told you, okay, in five years from now... Then we'll have, we'll have thirty million, and we'll get married. No. Would you wait for me? Like maybe physically wait for you, but I don't know. It'd be really hard. Hmm. What do you mean physically, but not psychologically? What are you weed <laughs> or booze? I don't know. I just five years all for money. Thirty no. mil. No. No. A hundred million dollars. No chance. No, it doesn't matter. There's no price. A billion. You get a cool billion. No, I wouldn't. For four years in prison. No. Four? It's not even five. No, because the five years would ruin your life. Like you would be not the same person afterwards. No, forget it. It's not like you wouldn't be going into like a Wentworth situation. A billion dollars is not going to make me happy. Well, you're not using it right. Oh gosh, here we go. Give it go. to me, I'll give it a whirl. Oh That's your whole God. act. What do you mean it wouldn't make you happy? Yeah. A billion wouldn't make you happy. Oh my God, Mark, just boom. That's what I wanted to say. You can always make money, time, you can never get back. With a billion, I'm pretty sure you can build a time machine that would... Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> something else. Oh, this couch is really comfortable, but you slowly sink and sink and sink and sink and sink yeah anyway no chance there's no price tag big enough for me to sacrifice spending five years with you oh should i put that in the vows should i write my own vows oh my god i'm gonna sneeze 
This is the weird part, though. <laughs> this is the weird part. At the end here, it says that this guy who was in prison for five years, guess what he's seeking as compensation? Free rentals for life. <laughs> no, he says, that says here that he's seeking compensation in excess of $25,000. That's not even... No. That's what it says. Look. Well, you, you wrote this. No, I copied and pasted it. Oh, he needs a better lawyer. He spent five years in jail. I know. Hertz could have easily just gone into their receipts, which which they for sure have for accounting purposes. You don't get rid of all that. And uh, especially since computers, so if it was over in the last 30 years, they for sure have record of it. And he wants 25 grand. He needs a better lawyer. I know. And to think bigger. Come I on. Know. that That can't be accurate. 25 million, maybe. I know. 25,000? Remember that our friend that's uh, his mother uh, like sprained her ankle or rolled her ankle at a Walmart in the States and got yeah. all this money? This guy went to jail for five years. I know. It's yeah, crazy. he needs a better lawyer and to think bigger. I know, it's weird. Okay, uh, changing gears here. A uh, keeper at the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium is recovering after being attacked by a cheetah. Imagine that feeling. He's fine. This this zookeeper is fine. Thank goodness. But there was two staff members who were walking this four-year-old cheetah. I sent you a picture of the cheetah if you wanted to see. I don't know. I thought you, you meant to. someone that was um, unfaithful from Boston. Oh, a cheetah. All right. Oh, he's a cheetah. Look how pretty they are. They are pretty. I'll give you that much. Pretty scary. Two staff members were walking this four-year-old cheetah named Isabel. Cheetah. It's from, Chowda. From the cheetah facility in the heart of Africa section to a behind-the-scenes yard for her daily exercise. Another keeper was walking in the area at the same time, according to the statement. Anyway, Isabel's um, care team says she was harnessed. And was calm and purring. Can you imagine a cheetah purring? I'd, oh, cute. Hey? Yeah. What's wrong? What are you distracted from? Nothing. I was looking for a sound effect that would be like a cheetah purring. but. So they invited the keeper to approach closer. But when the keeper came nearer, Isabel crouched down and lunged towards the keeper. And they said that it might have been because the keeper was working with the giraffes and other hoof stock. And the zoo believes the scent of these other animals on the keeper caused mm. Isabel to attack. That'd be terrifying. Well, picture, you know when we sometimes pet Nuggy here and he'll just snap out of nowhere? Well, yeah. he doesn't really, but like other cats do. Yeah. Imagine, but it's just a big muscle. Like yeah. cheetah, a cheetah. It's so true. So true. So... This is uh, also interesting. See, there's a lot of good stories today that there's more twins um, being born, like a lot more, probably the most ever in history right now. Did you know that? Can you tell me why you think that is? Because of uh, the hormones in our chicken. <laughs> I thought you were almost going to guess it. Because of um, things like... Uh uh, UTIs, not UTIs. What UTIs. Do you, what do you call it when you get... Uh, IVF? IVF. UTIs. 
What's the UTI again? <laughs> Urinary tract infection? Yes. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So there's more twins. There's almost one in 40 children are being born. Wait. Almost one in 40 children are being born than ever before. That makes no sense. I don't know what just happened there, you guys. More than 1.6 million twins are now being born every year. What's the reason? They say that... Chemtrails. One, <laughs> one of the reasons are UTIs. Just kidding. Um, IVF. If people just peed after lovemaking more, we would have love less... Lovemaking. We'd have less twins. Oh, my gosh. The lovemaking. So they say that it's... um. IVF. Yeah. And there's another reason here. Hold on, guys. 5G. Oh, I can't find uh, it now. Is, I'm what, really, really sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> I can't find it now. Well, Never mind. You just, guys are going to have to Google it. <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, it's okay. Okay, I'll find it while we finish the deal. That's your daily dose for today. Oh, I thought it was going to be much longer because he said there's so much good news. Well, today. you know what? I noticed that backfires. Sometimes I'll have the most interesting daily dose and then you don't even talk to me. Oh, kind of like that San Francisco story. Yeah, you, it's like having mm. expectations. Oh. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. from Jen Graham. That was the weirdest dance I've ever, ever, ever done. Yeah, well, here we are. Twins. Twinsies. All right. Well, this has been fun. Friday show. It's not over. Don't go anywhere. We've got lots of show left. <laughs> ah. I really like those glasses on you. Thank you. It's a good glasses. Glasses? I'm getting my haircut today. Is oh, yeah. Is excited? You'll see a new haircut on Monday. Well, a trim. What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you go for a haircut, it's barely noticeable. <laughs> and then you're like around the house, you're like, ah, hello. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, whoops, I forgot. I didn't notice they took a quarter inch off around. <laughs> Just for that, I'm coming back with a mohawk. Oh, yeah. As if you'd do that on months oh, yeah. out of the wedding. Oh, yeah. Save your mohawks for September. Ladies and gentlemen, let me remind you. This episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. That's Jen Grant. I'm Julian Dion. It's brought to you by GringosBlazingSauces.com. What are you doing? And there she goes. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best small batch hot sauces you will ever taste. Uh, trust us, we're pepperheads we know. Small batch hot sauces and salsas, grilling and barbecue sauces, charcuterie jellies, and more. Gringos, well, that's pretty much all of it. I, I said and more, but that's pretty much the gamut. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Chef owned and operated. They use nothing but the best hand-selected freshest ingredients, bringing you uh, uh, just the best of the best. You can taste the passion in every single bottle. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Ottawa-based, and they ship all over North America. And uh, if you live in Canada, Canada, and order over $40, you get free shipping on that bad boy. On top of that, listeners of this program... 
You get an, an additional 5% off at checkout. Bring those blazing sauces.com. Do it today. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, well, it's a weekend. Yeah. What do you think? What? Which part? Go for the Clizzos. We. The guy should at least get his own Marlboro Man billboard. What, what were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, the Hertz guy? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Sounds presidential. Sounds like a, yeah, presidential or a, uh, what's that show? Bridgerton. Oh, Bridgerton. Let's see if we can muster up something here. Okay. It's the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of the week where we just unwind, kick your feet up. But for now, it's time <laughs> to say goodbye until Monday. We've got 48 hours to be away, but we'll be back. I mean, what else is there to say? Cute. Nice rhymes. Oh, my God. I take back what I said off the top. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go down for a nap. (laughs) I'm really tired. And I just want to tell you that if you have a sober friend, please feel free to drink around them. shooting gin from a bottle <laughs> and I'm, I'm not saying anything specific about uh, yeah seriously it. she's like they're probably five seven 165 pounds in this shed drinking boreal <laughs> roos at 9 38 a.m mondays through mondays <laughs> but i think you're five eight i have five eight right i was just trying to keep him guessing and maybe change it up so they didn't think it was me (laughs) (laughs) the next time someone tells you that you that you should have a drink just remind them that it ruined your life and you almost died well no okay I mean I was (laughs) I don't think I almost died, but let's not. All of a sudden, I'm going I'm to be on the keynote speak, keynote speaking tour talking about how I was... I lived under a bridge, and I was at my wits, and the whites of my eyes were yellow. My liver was failing, I was dying, and my beautiful queen got me out of the gutter and cleaned me up. No, I wasn't going to die. Jeez. You are so welcome that I saved your life. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Mic technique, pull away from it. Oh, if you're sorry, go sorry. Save your life. 
<laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> and I can tell your hand, because with your hand, you really get into it. And I could tell part of you like, oh, this was actually really sounds good, this note. And like really delivered it loud. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I was going to die. You were into that note. Can we at least... <laughs> Jeez. You're like, you tell them that you were on death's door. And I'm like, you really like that note. You're like, rude. <laughs> Jeez. We wouldn't want your image to be uh, tainted. Uh, anyway. Rock bottom. <laughs> I feel like we never got the melody of this song. No. Well, you almost did when you. Yeah, and you then you the- shamed me out of it. <laughs> Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and happy Friday. <laughs> All right, thank you. That's our show. It's Friday. It's over. It's the weekend. We'll see you Monday morning bright and early. That's why. Why? Because that's right. <laughs> we're live Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m., but, you know, we're a podcast, and we just so happen to record this live. You can subscribe on all the platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, that's that. Jenny, I love you. Love ya. We'll see you Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your weekend. Talk about the show. Grow. Uh, share the show. That's how we grow. Enjoy it. We'll see you Monday. And until then, watch your head. I went to school. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not You spend your life looking for what you already got Such a beautiful waste of time Time. A waste of time